Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. So on a daily basis, we need food and we need forgiveness. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Switch podcast, where we dig deep into Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you besides. We're going to unwrap kingdom culture, kingdom benefits, and therefore kingdom lifestyle. I'm your host, Trish Jones, and just to say, it's all good. Hey everybody, this is Trish Jones and this is Kingdom Switch Podcast and I am here today again with the lovely Fran. Uh, Fran, I just got to say a big thank you to you for filling in at the last minute. Um, Susan was able, unable to do this week and uh, I contacted Fran and said, hey, do you fancy coming on Kingdom Switch with me? I actually had a go, actually, I'm going to be honest. I had a go at doing this on my own and honestly, it was so dry, not even I would have listened to it. <laughs> and in the middle of it I'm going no you just need to fix up and just do this and then I just could hear my cousin in my ear saying Pat you're a conversationalist and I went yeah do you know what this episode in particular needs a conversation so before I start talking anymore uh, Fran I know that you're not a, um, a newbie as it were or a, even a, I could call you a guest but you are a guest but you've been on the, on the show with me a few times and on the influential woman so people have probably seen you before but for those who haven't let us know who you are sure thanks so much for the invitation I'm so glad I could step in and be a part of this so as the name says I'm Francesca McDowell based down in beautiful Buckinghamshire and I run a coaching business and I also help people who've gone through spiritual abuse and I help people through my coaching and consultancy services and I also have written a few books and so that's me in a nutshell. Nice, nice nutshell Um, and I tell you what Fran, um, I thought about um, doing this again, recording again on my own and when I thought about you I thought what a perfect person to do this episode with me because We have been recording or rather breaking down the Lord's Prayer. And of course, we start off with our Father in Heaven. And we last week, Susan and I did give us this day our daily bread. And this week we are doing forgive us our trespasses. And before I go on, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But we are going to break this down into two parts. Forgive us our trespasses or sins or debts whichever version you have and then we are going to do um, as we forgive those who trespass against us and the reason we're doing that is because otherwise it could go on too long and it means sometimes you can't get into the meat of it before you're thinking "Ah, I gotta wrap up but as I said Susan wasn't able to do this week and after having to go myself and failing I thought who better than Fran to do this because the work that she does in terms of surviving spiritual abuse you must come across this often, Susan. Uh, Susan. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'll edit that bit out. I might do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Can't even get your colour correction right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, you must come across this quite a lot, Susan. I see, I'm yeah. just doing it again. What is wrong with me? <laughs> and then I think it's always the case, right, that when you try to not do something, your attention is there and so you end up doing it yeah, but yeah, so I'll, end, I'll, yeah i'll be fran for today <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah i do come across this and actually for some people this is such a big stumbling block you know about yeah. the whole well how do we forgive and why mm. should we forgive and so yeah it's a very pivotal area right yes it is and you know we were having a conversation last night at dinner uh chris myself and elodie And I like to run through my podcast with them, right, particularly when it's an area that's a bit sticky. And this one is sticky. And I said to them last night, this has taken me over two weeks to actually put together. Right. And so when uh, Susan and I weren't able to do last last week and I was kind of like few because I just felt that I wasn't prepared. And then even when I was doing it the other evening, I didn't feel prepared. And then when you said you were able to do today, I did some more work on it yesterday until it suddenly clicked. And the reason that this one has been so tricky for me is because 
we have had what I believe is a warped view of forgiveness. And I didn't want to just come and talk about forgiveness. I wanted some meat on the bone. And so I had to go do some research. It meant that I had to uh, Susan it. We call it Susan it because Susan uses uh, Blue Letter Bible.org, um, which enables you to look at the, um, the original meaning of some of the words and put it into context, you know, and I love what um, Joseph Prince says, when you take the text out of context, all you're left with is a con. And it's very true. And I do think that we have been living with a con for so many years. And so this one in particular, I needed to get right. And uh, before I go on and and, um, hand over a little bit to Fran, Uh, because I know she's ready, ready, ready. I absolutely recommend that people go check out episodes 15, 16 and 17, uh, where Susan and I talked about the lies that religion has taught us about sin, forgiveness and sanctification. Um, It will definitely give you a better framework for what we're talking about today. But my whole purpose, and I know Fran is of the same... um, uh, intention. Our intention today isn't to argue with anybody over what we believe. My honest, heartfelt intention is to set people free. I really hope that this session sets people free. So <clears throat> I've got I've got my notes here, and I, I, I do you know I feel no way about using my paper right. <laughs> Um, I've tried the iPad, but unless the iPad is in front of me, I'm forever turning around. And so I'm going back to um, using my paper. That's it, Fran. See, look, I need a white cup like Fran as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because I, I was remembering when, when I think I did it one of my first, po- first podcasts and I was like, can I have a drink on, on camera? Like, is that OK? And then I realized that you just have to show up as yourself. Absolutely. So yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And have conversation. Listen, if people want TV show, there's they got TVs in their house, right? <laughs> and if you're going through TV, if you're going through the channel and like, oh, I don't want to watch that. You just switch channels, don't you? You know, so um, yeah. So that's what we want to do. We just want to have conversation. But uh, interestingly, right, Jesus said, forgive us our debts. Or, and I only found this out yesterday, right? I was looking in all of the versions of the Bible, went round the house, found Elodie's nearly inspired version. Okay, don't, I'm joking, people, I'm joking, NIV. (laughs) It was my pastor who actually uses the NIV that I heard say that, right? So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I went round the house looking through all of the different versions. Well, where does it say, forgive us our trespasses? And then I discovered yesterday that that is the actual Mathean version, the, the traditional version, which I believe, so Bible scholars don't come after me, but I believe it was the Catholics who put it together. Um, and um, also, also time-wise, I'm sure, I can't remember whether it's 14th or 16th century. I don't want to say which one it was, but but then they said well, it can't have been 16th because uh um although having said that king james was 1611 is it so uh king james and a number of the others changed it to debts and occasionally you will have forgive us our sins but when i break this down and give you the original in the greek you will understand it really doesn't make any difference which one you use right so so we're not going to get uh, uh focused we're not going to get too focused on that but We then find as well in verse 14, Jesus reiterates the importance of forgiveness, right? Because he says, if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you don't forgive each other, this is Trish Jones version, right? If you don't forgive um, others their trespasses, neither will your heavenly father forgive you. But hey, are we not already forgiven? That is what we are going to discuss today. So this part one, we are focusing on God's gift of forgiveness to us. And then when Fran and I record part two, we are going to talk about um, how we have to forgive others and what that looks like and what that means. Right. So. um, So. Fran, before I actually proceed 
was there any intro bit that you wanted to add to what I just said? I don't want to put you on the spot, but. Yeah, actually the phrase, the gift of forgiveness, mm -hmm. I think that already brings so much, so much of a fresh perspective on forgiveness, which is yeah. weighty, isn't it? And it, it is, is so yeah. difficult and it is really hard, but if we could see it as a gift. Yeah. We, I think we're already halfway on that journey of having a better understanding and even a better relationship with forgiveness. Oh my gosh. Because we're going to need forgiveness like our whole entire lives. Six times a day, mate. <laughs> and, and, and every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone stepped on my toe. I was laughing the other day because when I was preparing uh, for this session, somebody invited me to a group and it was... Um, uh, what is it? Effectively being enthusiastic as you're getting older. And I was like, whoa, God, this is just not fair. I am trying not to take offense, right? But I'm offended. Did that guy go through? I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so I, I sent it to Elodie and Elodie went, is he wrong? <laughs> is he wrong? <laughs> so, so I had two offences in, 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 you know, within half an hour. And uh, yeah, I was laughing so much. And someone actually sadly said in there, uh, because I kind of made a joke about it, right? And I deleted the guy's face and the name because I didn't want to embarrass him. It was almost like <laughs> you hurt my feelings. And somebody yeah. commented and said, I don't forgive anybody. Um, I don't forgive anybody. And I never forget and if people upset me, I take them out. And I, I'm telling you, I wanted to do a Trish response, right? Holy Spirit said, no, you don't. <laughs> so, so I went back and I said, look, I said, if that's the case, somebody should have taken us out a long time ago. Because guess what? I have not reached to the age that I am and I have not offended somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're probably... Gosh, I can think of one girl at school I don't even want to talk about. It. I feel so bad. It's like, yeah, you know what, Pat, move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we all have those stories of people who, looking back, we're like, how on earth could I treat them that way? Or what? where was my mind at? Yeah. I know. I know, right? Yeah. So before we move on, I just want to say one more thing before we really get into this, right? When we think about the Lord's Prayer, it must be noted that every element that we've been talking about from from our father who art in heaven to this point where we are today uh, uh forgive us our trespasses is intertwined right you can't it, it's almost like doing the law that you can't do one without the other and say i'm going to be okay right everybody wants give us this day our daily bread but guess what jesus said give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses so on a daily basis, we need food and we need forgiveness. <laughs> right? so, good. Yeah. So we can't separate it. And the other thing that I noticed about that prayer, our father who art in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. My actions has an impact on your actions my forgiveness has an impact on your forgiveness. My unforgiveness yeah. has an impact on your unforgiveness. This isn't a prayer that's in isolation. It literally is. Um, what, what's the word I use? I, I can't remember what use, word I used here. Um, not just co-joined and interwoven. Effect effectively, that it's a, it, it, it's a, there was a word I used and I cannot think of what it is now. But anyway, it, it, the, the impact on me is going to impact on you. It is a us prayer. It's not a me, I prayer. It's a we, us prayer. Yeah, I think to me that really speaks of the community element um, and the body of believers. Because once we are, you know, born again, saved, whatever term you want to use as being a follower of Christ. Yeah. We, we don't live in isolation and we're not meant to. We're meant to live in community, live in fellowship. And you're right. The impact of us not forgiving is really seen and felt. You know, and Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I've seen people and I'm like, wow, they are so bitter yeah. because it just oozes out of them. And it's really, really unhealthy. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about later on 
is the accruing. You know, it, it's like you're offended by one person and you're holding that against them. And then you get offended by somebody else and you're holding it against them. And in the end, the weight of it just literally brings you down and it shows on your face and it will also manifest in your body. But I'm jumping the gun here. So I'm going to go back to my notes, right? So <laughs> for, first of all, going back to what I was saying, food and forgiveness. It's forgive us our trespasses. Sorry, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, right? And when we go into look at the strongest concordance, um, and is also even indeed. Let me keep uh, my mouth. Wow. Yeah, and it's also indeed even also, right? So also forgive us our sins or trespasses or debts. And, uh, sorry, um, indeed forgive us, yeah? Uh, or even forgive us. So um, it's a collective. That was the word I was thinking. We, us, the emphasis being on we, us, it's a collective yeah it's a that, that thank you that's the word <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah. the collective it's we and us i always love the story of nehemiah right nehemiah when he was building the wall he said let us yeah mm. and everybody outside their little area had to build the wall outside the area it's like can you not see your house looks broken down? You fix your house and you over there fix your house. And that's how they built the wall together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. And then I was thinking of also when, you know, there was the issue with the children of Israel and when Esther was queen and mm -hmm. she had to fast for the nation, yeah. for, you know, to, to be protected. It's yeah. Collective is such a great term. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good good job. I wrote it down. I can't uh, rely on my memory these days. I've got to stop saying that. I've got a fantastic memory. Thank you. Come Jesus. on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, right. So going back to um, forgive us our trespasses, right? Trespasses is debts and sins. So like I said before, it doesn't actually make any difference whether you're using King James or whether you use it. My notes is gone and I'm going to get my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah grab them <laughs> yeah. yeah it doesn't make any difference whether you're using uh let's say if i don't go out of focus uh king james or whatever version you're using some of them is going to say sin some of them say debts right but the the idea is the same so again i did a word studies a study right and um to trespass is a side slip lapse or deviation i.e unintentional error or willful transgression meaning a fall fault offense sin trespass or as in to violate somebody i suppose the question is as i said before do we still need to pray that forgive us our sins our debts our sins our trespasses because it's finished right uh it's done so do we have to pray that prayer and if you listen to some people we will be on our knees 24-7 asking God for forgiveness, thinking of all the things that we did wrong that we actually wouldn't even have time to enjoy life because we would just be... I, I know the Bible says pray without ceasing, but I believe that when he says pray without ceasing, he literally means that we are to keep him in mind all the time and in everything. And it's not easy. I really believe that that takes a conscious decision to actually do that. But... Fran, um, I'm going to let you interject here because you sent me a message this morning and I thought, oh, fantastic. Um, you said we did a Bible study last night and in our Bible study, we talked about repentance. So, yeah, yeah tell us what you what you talked about last night in your Bible study. Yeah, well, I will actually share that the theme is actually all about freedom. And so nice. we've been covering different topics all around freedom. So we looked at, you know, why does God care about sin and why is it important that we have a, or should, or should we, and then, you know, how do we repent of, of sin? Mm -hmm. And some of the things we discussed was that God wants his best for us. Mm -hmm. And actually when we do wrong things or when we have debts and trespasses and everything else, it's actually not good for us. It's, there's nothing good that comes from, from sin. Yeah. And you know, it's, 
it's an opportunity when we get to repent because also we get to be restored. We get to be living in alignment. And we also discuss being sin conscious versus being righteousness conscious. And when we realize that if we understood our position as righteous, as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and we're not so focused on sin, I think it can also break habits and cycles where we've been really just going round and round the bend. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this experience where, you know, you mess up in, mess up in a particular area, you ask for forgiveness, you feel, you spend Beat, time. Beating yourself be, up. Absolutely. And so you feel so bad and you're in condemnation. Yeah. And, and then because that's the focus of your mind before yeah. you know it, man, I'm back again. Yeah, right. I, absolutely. Yeah. And and yet we see in Romans, it says there is therefore now no condemnation yeah. to those who are in Christ Jesus. And I had to teach Elodie one day the difference between condemnation and conviction. Right. Mm. I go to do things sometimes. Right. Even I have keyboard frenzy and the Holy Spirit will say, uh, Patricia, no. <laughs> That's a conviction. Right condemnation the devil will let you do it and then say you fool you shouldn't have done that everybody's gonna think so and so about you now and then you feel really really bad the conviction of the holy spirit is going to bring you back into alignment with what would jesus do what did jesus die for you for you're 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 free from that you don't have to be like that anymore but you know fran i'm i'm glad that you brought that up about the freedom and the repentance and the focus on righteousness and not sin consciousness because in those three episodes that I'm suggesting people watch 15 16 and 17 so that's the lies that um religion has taught us about sin religion sorry sin forgiveness and sanctification and the reason I have to mention the title is because nowadays uh, without going into detail, Apple asks you not to put your episode titles on your podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so unless you actually go into iTunes, if you go into iTunes, it's there. But if you go, if you actually go to it via Buzzsprout, you won't see the actual number there. So that's the only reason I'm mentioning that. But we, Susan, um, uh, went into what sin is and what sin isn't, and we have made sin a behaviour. And she let me let me get this right. This is why I, I was hoping that Susan was going to be doing this one, because uh, what is it? Sin means to be without a share in. So effectively, we are not sharing in the goodness and the grace of God when we actually sin. So that is how we get separated from God, not because God separates himself from us, but because how we feel when we sin, because we are now not feeling like we are a part of, we're getting a share in, right? It's like being separated from God. And that's what Jesus came to do. And uh, if I've messed that bit up, Susan, forgive me, right? But <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have looked at sin as I did this wrong. I did that wrong. Don't get me wrong, because man, I don't want people to think I'm a hyper, hyper grace teacher, a hyper grace teacher. I am not. I believe that when people are struggling, what we have to do is get them to look back to the cross. But what we often yeah. do is beat them up into looking at the sin, the mistake that they made. And that, as you said, um, Fran, is just bringing them into deeper, deeper condemnation rather than back into relationship with yeah. Christ Jesus. Right. Um, but also there, you know, I look at Joseph Prince, for example, Joseph Prince reckons that he has and, and I must. Uh, I, I would say uh, Andrew Womack and Chad Gonzalez must be up there as well, where they have so many more people being freed from their habits, right? And their, um, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, their, their habitual sins yeah. because their focus is look to Jesus. There was one, one of the stories in one of Joseph Prince's book was one guy who was so what's the word addicted to sex addiction was the word I was trying to think of just now people who have addictions he was so addicted to sex that not he not even his co-workers wanted to spend time with him because that's all he talked about and if I'm not wrong he was also addicted to pornography I'm sure he was and anyway anyway every single time he messed up he started saying Jesus as you are so I so am I in this world so he Instead of messing up and beating himself up because, ouch, I've made a mistake again, 
he would just keep looking at Jesus, looking at Jesus as you are, Jesus. So am I in this world. And he got freed. He was delivered. Amen. Yeah, he, he, he was delivered from, um, yeah, um, his addictions. And um, another story, and I won't go through the story. I'll just say what happened. A lady who had a drink problem and she was going to go on holiday with her husband. And he didn't know that she was addicted to drink. And she started doing the same thing. As you are, Jesus, so am I. She was worried about going on holiday that her husband might say to her, give her, you know, do you want a drink? And then she wouldn't be able to stop. And she asked the Holy Spirit to just be with her on mm. holiday. My gosh. Yeah. What? That's what? so powerful. <laughs> but, but, but then I think it also just highlights the, the issue of when we only focus on the sin, because we're in shame and condemnation, it becomes hidden. Yes. And actually then, yeah. if, we don't, if we don't expose it to anybody else who could support us, never mind exposing it to Jesus, who also, you know, is the ultimate helper and healer, yeah. well then people people stay stuck. Yeah. You know, one of my favourite scriptures in the Bible is in Ecclesiastes, and it says there's nothing new under the sun. And I think if we would realise that and live in that place, yeah, we would true. be like, you know what, hey, I'm struggling with this, let's get some support let's get some help yeah. let's you know whatever it takes we wouldn't be so yeah, yeah living and in also y yes absolutely and also i'm not the only one because that's the other thing that we think nobody else would ever do this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm the only one who would do this but i i love pastor simon always used to say um uh he he, he would say like for example he would say he made a mistake or messed up and he says yeah i know i'm the only one who does it nobody else does it right and he'll put his <laughs> hand up and uh and and you know again you know i'm i don't want to go off track here but when you have a pastor like that a man i'm telling you you'll probably hear me say over and over i just love pastor simon because mm. he is just so listen guys if there's anything that you have done wrong, let me tell you, I could have done worse. But by the grace of God, this is where I am. I am who I am. And yes, I'm your pastor. Yes, I'm going to preach to you about, you know, um, uh, um, not even so much sins because he wasn't he wasn't like that. But basically, I'm not going to condone your bad behavior. But at the same time, I'm telling you that there is grace. And that's where you talked about freedom, Fran, and I really do want to focus on that a bit more. I just want to say here as well that when you, if you do go and have a look at those episodes in 15, 16 and 17, because I don't really want to spend too much time on it. Um, Susan again did some research and there, um, Jesus talked about two, sorry, there are two meanings for forgiveness that we have that Susan uncovered one of them was pre-cross and the other one was after the cross and I'm going to have a go at saying it a fear my was in the gospels that was pre-cross right and that's to send away divorce from at the last supper and then post-cross the word used for forgiveness was a feast I think it's a thesis let go release from bondage right so it's almost like let it go like it never happened so mm. when we get offended sometimes we want to hold on to it and it's like I need to hurt you because you hurt me I need to remind you that you did this to me so you know how much you hurt me mm. before the cross Jesus said forgive them right so you might forgive but you may not have forgotten after the cross Jesus is saying it is finished yeah drop it let it go Pretend it didn't happen. You don't have to try and get one back on that person. Let me deal with them. Yeah, absolutely. And also when we're thinking about asking for forgiveness for our own sins, we don't have to try and win our way back into God's good books again. We don't try, have to try and strive to prove that we're now living the way we should live. We accept yeah. what was done. The finished work of the cross Amen. was complete, done. And that brings freedom and liberty. And also, because I know for some people, maybe I've been there myself, where you then you do feel distant from God and you are always hiding mm -hmm. and you're not praying the way you really used to or the way you yeah. desire to because of shame. Yeah. And actually, that's just not 
it's unnecessary when we realize the truth of what's been made available. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the the focus that I wanted to, um, the thing that I wanted to focus on, I should say today, was that element of the fact that we have the gift of forgiveness and to therefore receive that gift and live in the freedom that Christ has given us because sin had to be punished, right? So it's not the fact that we can go around sinning. No, Paul actually said, the things that I know I should do, I don't do. But he said, but is effectively, is that a license for me to sin? He says, no, because where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. So in other words, when we're struggling with an area of sin, right, and as you say, Fran, we then don't come to Christ. We don't we don't pray properly. We don't we almost think we're untouchable. We shouldn't even touch the Bible. And all the time, just as it says in Zephaniah, he's singing songs of deliverance mm-hmm. over us. He's wooing us back. He's saying, listen, Jesus Christ paid the price because this is the other thing that I really want to talk about, about forgiveness and about sin. I should say more sin. Every single one of our sins was put onto Jesus on that cross until Jesus said it is finished. But very often when we mess up, we think when things go wrong, that's God punishing me. And man, how people like to um, preach that. Jesus took the punishment. Mm. Jesus took the punishment for our sins And so it's not us that is, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? We, we keep, we keep looking at us as if it's us that's being cursed or uh, punished. Jesus took that punishment already. I can't be punished for something that Jesus has already taken the punishment for. It is finished. And because I then look to him, I've got to hate sin to the extent that I don't want to do it. But the only way I can hate sin to the extent I don't want to do it is by looking at him on the cross. Yeah, absolutely. And that is what freedom is, isn't it? Yeah. It's realising that the provision's been made for the issues and the weaknesses in in, in the human race. Yeah. Because, you know, we were born into sin and, you know, it's like you haven't, you've never got to tell a child to do the wrong thing. Somehow they just inherently disobey <laughs> mess up they're rude and, you yeah. know it, it, it never ceases to amaze me you know all you know two three yeah. years old and they already know you know because yeah. of the fallen yeah. nature yeah. but yet god has made provision and when we realize that everything's yeah. different i once heard someone say jesus paid the price for our past our present and future sins and like i said it's not about well now we can do anything we want to do but it's understanding that provisions been made and so we haven't got to run away from god the very source who's going to actually help us to live a righteous life that is honorable before him yeah no absolutely fran and and i know people get offended by this and i just pray that people who take the view uh, yeah there is hyper grace you know elodie and i talk about this all the time she's got young people that you know it's like live the way i want to live but guess what fran you live with your parents now and you don't do what you want to do in your parents' house because you honour your parents. Listen, I don't live with my parents and yet I still honour them. Yeah, if I know what's good for me, don't think that I can take my foot out of Bristol even and not tell my parents where I'm going, right? Even at my age, married for so long with a child, it's honour, right? Mm. I honour my parents and so that's why I do it. And um, in fact, we went away the other day and it was last minute that Maureen and I went to London. In fact, I invited you to that to that thing. And and it was kind of last minute. And then my mum was going up. My mum went up a couple of days before me. And when we got back, we got in the car. My dad said to me, I'm not talking to none of you. And we're like, what? And he was he was upset with us because we hadn't told him. (laughs) And mum said, but I told you. And I said, and I spoke to you on the Saturday. I said, it was last minute. But. I understand what he's saying because he says, if anything goes wrong, you know, Mm. then you'll be calling me. You should have told me you were going away. It's an honor thing. And when we honor God, it's an honor thing that we don't just 
think that we can live the way we want to live because as well, I don't know about you, Fran, but I've got unsafe family, right? And I don't want that. How can I put it? I don't want them to think, well, you know, you're just no different than everybody else. And so, so therefore I can just do what I want to do. There's that element, but we've bought, we've reduced sin down to behavior. When as far as I'm concerned, you just need to look at the way that different people have been raised. Different people, when that child that you're talking about does something wrong, a good parent will challenge them, no, and explain to them, no, and then raise them to know that this isn't the way that you carry on. And so because of that respect and honor for their parents, in the end, they don't even think about it because it's just, do you know what I mean? It's um, it, 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 it's second nature that they just don't. Yeah. That's where we have to get to with Christ, that the way we behave is second nature. And it's from our relationship with Christ, not from our striving to do. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, isn't it? Because when, we, when we're when we striving, we're actually living in the flesh, aren't we? Because yeah. we're meant to be led by the Spirit of God and not be trying to always do. Um, definitely our relationship with God makes such a difference for how we see this area, yeah. you know, and uh, understanding that we are already the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. We are already holy. We are already these things and actually sometimes we're learning to live up to them you know I mean I know there was a time before I was I was incredibly overwhelmed because I was like oh my goodness I just feel like I'm just not getting everything right everything perfect and actually my therapist said to me Fran do you think it's okay to kind of have struggles and have issues and I was like <laughs> uh, you know when, when you're like well well church, you know, maybe church, for, won't, maybe, church won't let me <laughs> <laughs> you know well, maybe for some people that's okay for them, but it's not it's not okay for me. Yeah. But then I think as I've matured learning that actually the very things that are more challenging, that's an opportunity to lean deeper into the things of God. Because you know what? Yeah. I can't be reliant and dependent on myself. There's a new level of surrender yeah. where I'm saying, God, I need you in a way that I've not needed you before. And so it brings yeah. me into closer relationship. Yes. Versus, yes. okay, yeah, I'm going to try and, you know, carry on over here and it doesn't work. Absolutely. And the thing is, Fran, if we could have done it on our own, we would have done it on our own. Yeah. Yeah. If we could have done this on our own, we could have done this. We would have done this on our own. But God realized once Adam made that mistake, God is like, what is my redemption plan? Who's going to go? Jesus says, I'll go. Right. Because we needed that redemption because he knew that no matter how much he put in place, for us not to sin we're going to slip up we're going to slip up and so now it's not about the sin it is as you say that we are already the righteousness in Christ we are already righteous we are (laughs) let me say this and I'm going to get we are already forgiven Mm. right Um, but uh, forgive us our trespasses should we pray that part of the prayer I absolutely, I absolutely believe, yes, we should. It's a reminder that we are already forgiven and that in the same way that we need our daily bread, we need to remember who, who do I have to forgive, which we're going to go on to in the second part, right? So I don't want to kind of muddy the water. Um, but in the same way that I have my freedom of forgiveness, who do I have to forgive? And, yeah. and and Lord, I'm so grateful that I am forgiven. You, you know, I think I've said um, in one of the previous episodes, I won't mention the name of the book, um, but this particular person would talk about repentance. And literally, as I said earlier, you would have no time for anything else. You had to get on your knees and you had to think about all of the things that you did that day, the day before, and bring them all to God and repent for them. Let me tell you for nothing, I would be in prayer and asking for forgiveness because it's like, God, I'm trying to focus on you, but that pile of iron is over there, you know? (laughs) God, what's for dinner tonight? I'm really hungry. What, fast? You know, I mean, we're not, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Luther. 
you know, uh, Martin Luther, you know, put glass on the stairs and climb up there. And once we get to the top, having tread on broken glass and we can clap and say, you know, which is why the Bible says that our, our works are like filthy rags, our works, because it's through his works. So I can't boast. I can't yeah. boast about the fact that I'm forgiven. It, we only got to look at the cross and see what they did to Jesus and understand and from that, we understand the the magnitude. Well, we might begin to understand the mm. magnitude of the fact that we are forgiven, that God sent his only son. He didn't spare his only son. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you were sharing, it reminded me that, you know, also one of the reasons why we, we, we can pray, Lord, forgive us our sins or our trespasses or our debts, whichever one, yeah. is because in praying that way, it's like we're then saying, Lord, I am going to acknowledge and honour the gift of forgiveness that's been made available. But until I actually pray, Lord, forgive me for my wrongdoing, I'm not then receiving the gift of forgiveness. Because, you know, like, like a gift that you get on your birthday or, or at Christmas or like that, you've got to open your hand and actually take it for the gift to be acknowledged and seen and appreciated and valued. And I think when we pray that prayer, that's when we get to receive the gift of forgiveness and you know, bringing us into the knowledge about the righteousness, being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and being redeemed and being reconciled back to God. So yeah, that's what I was just reflecting on. Yeah, thank you so much, Fran. Um, that is so true. And, you know, Christmas is coming, right? And we're going to be giving gifts at Christmas. There's nothing worse than you giving a gift to somebody and then expecting them always to just keep coming and giving it back to you. You know, you take it, you going and taking it back. And that's the way that we've seen sin and forgiveness, that if we sin, God has taken it back. Jesus is not going back to the cross again because he knows that what he did was enough. Yes, We just have to have that recognition that what Jesus did is enough. And I just uh, saw, by the way, that I did write down here where um, uh, the definition of sin is to be without a share in. The Greek word is, I think it's a marsha. Yeah, we lost our inheritance in the garden, right? And Jesus came to take back what Adam had lost. And that's why I believe he said, the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost. We've looked at it as it only means us. But seek and to save that which was lost means us and everything that belongs to him, which guess what means everything. The world might have created their systems on the world, which is why we're talking about kingdom switch. But that's just the systems. The world is his. The cattle is his. The sheep are his. They walk around in freedom. They're not yeah. questioning. And yet we yeah. just, every time we make a mistake, we just keep separating ourselves from God. And he's constantly through the Holy Spirit trying to rein us back in again. And so yeah. we've got to keep that gift rather than thinking that we've got to, we've got to keep giving it. Oh, I don't deserve that anymore. My gosh, when I was um, 13, my grandmother gave me a ring a signet mm. ring and um i remember my mom saying i didn't get a, i didn't get a ring i was raised with my nan well so was my mom but ah, sorry mom <laughs> and um when it was elodie's 13th birthday i gave her that same signet ring mm. that my nan gave me yeah and apart from when she's playing with it and she drops it down i'm like elodie i beg you don't lose that ring <laughs> But it's hers. I don't keep going to her all the time and saying, you know, give me back that ring. Uh, what, were you just cheeky to me? Give, give me back that ring. <laughs> <laughs> what, I told you to wash up the dishes and you haven't done it. Give me back that ring. Mm -hmm. But that's what we invariably think that God does with us. Yeah. And as I said, Jesus, Jesus is not going to come back and go back on that cross again he's not it is finished it is done the sins that we have committed past present and future were already paid for 
Jesus took our curse so that we didn't have to. And yeah. let me just answer this um, uh, question because I know people are asking, and uh, um, Fran, if you've got anything to add to this. One of our problems is that we think that if we if we do something wrong and there's a consequence, we then say, God, why did you let that happen? Why did you do that? And the thing that we have to remember is that Jesus was punished for our sins, but the earth is still reeling under a curse. And so it's not that God has punished you. It's the fact that we're still living in a sin-stricken world. So in other words, if we do something wrong, there may still well be consequences. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, I think there are natural laws at play. And because of free will, if I choose to punch someone in the head, not that I ever would, <laughs> you know, I can I can yeah. ask that person for forgiveness. They can say, yes, I forgive you. I can ask God to forgive me. But that person may still have a, you know, a bruise on their face because yeah. of the natural reaction or response yeah. to an act or a behavior. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm not forgiven or that I'm not free or that Jesus didn't pay yeah. the price for my wrongdoing but something still left an impact and left a mark, yeah. you know, and actually then we can't say, well, that should be a raise. No, because then we're, we're not robots either, you know, yeah. to be controlled and for life to be managed that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can. Yeah. Yeah. That's true actually. And uh, uh, I know we're, we're kind of uh, going to finish off now, but when you said that it reminded me of Cain and Abel, when Cain killed Abel, God didn't not forgive him. He basically said to him, this is what you're going to do. And um, and uh, Cain said, but that means that anybody who finds me now, they're going to effectively rip me to shreds. They're going to kill me. And God says, no, I'm going to protect you. Right. And but God said to to Cain, where's your brother? And he says, am I my brother's keeper? And God says to him, I can hear your brother's blood crying out from the ground. Yeah. Now, if you're outside of her majesty's service this side of the prison gates unless you've not been caught yet you've not been you've not committed murder right so unless you're 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 just really really lucky you know and you've uh, you've got away with murder is there anything is there anything that we can do that god cannot forgive us forgive us for Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, you know, God does still forgive murder, you know, and I think sometimes there can be so many challenges around, well, why would God forgive this versus this? But actually it's all sin. It's all disobedience. It's all things that are going to separate us from him. Although we have our own judicial system that will rate crime based on the impact, you know, God is faithful and he will forgive because Jesus paid the price for all sins and that's every sin you know yeah, absolutely yes um yes so sorry i wasn't um i know you you knew that that's not what i meant <laughs> that yeah, um, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah even murder can be forgiven I, I mean come on the the person on the cross yeah he was a murderer um yeah. and just to finish off um i'll let you have the last words fran so i'll warn you now <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to a meeting once and this guy told a story about a dog and that story has had such an impact on me. They bought this new Jack Russell and when the Jack Russell did something wrong, he would call the dog. I can't remember what the dog's name was, Jack. <laughs> and he said the dog would turn around, look at him and think, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. And he would sniff his behind right and when he did the owner knew that once he'd done that he would like stumble to the owner <laughs> he knew he was in trouble but despite it's almost like he he <laughs> he just had a ritual yeah i'm not going to come straight to you because i know i'm in trouble and he said mm. if the dog can turn around and smell his own stench and then come back to me how much more should we when we mess up run to the father yeah yeah absolutely knowing that the father he's a good father good, he good cares father. he 
is faithful. And also he knows us better than we, than we know ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, You know, like yeah. Psalms 139 says that even before a word is on our mouth or a thought is on our in our mind, he already knows it as well. Yeah. So I want to um, just share that scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 that says, mm-hmm. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And for many of us, it's our belief system that holds us back mm. because we, we 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 know a lot of this, but we don't always believe it. You know, God is faithful to his word. And actually, when we believe it and we know it and we live it, this is what will bring us into the freedom. Yes. And we're then able, better able to receive that gift of forgiveness because it's been made available. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Fran. That's beautiful. I'm not going to add any more to that. I'm going to shut up. I do just want to say that uh, Fran's got a book. And uh, Fran, is this the best place to send people to your website, Surviving Spiritual Abuse, or do you have one directly for the book? No, that's the best website. Um, It it is on Amazon as well. And the book is called Surviving Spiritual Abuse, Hope, Healing and Restoration for Those Who've Experienced Hurt. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, I have a copy of the book. And um, yes, it is very powerful. You know, Fran, I say this all the time. I think it's a heavy subject in terms of dealing with people who have had church hurt. But what I do love is that you just keep bringing it back around to what has Jesus done for you? And, you know, today we talked about the freedom. Forgive us our trespasses. Right. And it's living in that freedom and being able to let go, which is what we're about to talk about in the next episode um, of Kingdom Switch, where we are going to be focusing focusing on as we forgive those who trespass against us. And <clears throat> I don't know about Fran, but I'm going to be bringing some deep stories. Yeah, um, we're going to get up close and personal because sometimes I think that we the hurt that we have is so bad that we feel that we can't forgive. But Fran and I are going to show you that you absolutely can forgive. And it emanates from this freedom that we have in Christ that we ourselves have been forgiven. So go and grab a copy of Fran's book. Uh, Either go to Amazon or go to her website, Surviving Spiritual Abuse. And uh, Fran and I will see you in the next episode of Kingdom Switch. Okay, ciao for now. Uh